I'm your host, Neil, and you're listening to Memorial Battles of World War II and the men who led them. This episode is about Operation Barbarossa and the Battle of Moscow. Operation Barbarossa attacked the Soviet Union and its goal was to advance to the major Soviet cities of Leningrad, which is now St. Petersburg, Arkhangelsk, Moscow and Astrakhan. It violated the Molotov-Ribbentrop Pact because the pact declared peace between Germany and the Soviet Union. Germany massed huge amounts of troops in Poland and East Prussia which bordered the Baltic states, which had been captured by the Soviets in accordance to the Molotov-Ribbentrop Pact. British intelligence spotted this buildup of troops and told the Soviet Union. Soviet spies also detected the buildup of German troops on the border. However, Stalin, the dictator of the Soviet Union, refused to believe this information and said not to station many troops on the border. The Germans assigned three army groups to capture the Soviet Union, which was most of the manpower Germany had in its entire army. There was Army Group North, Center, and South, which worked in the directions they were named after. Army Group North was commanded by Wilhelm Ritter von Lieb. Army Group Center was commanded by Fedor von Bock. Finally, Army Group South was commanded by Gerd von Rundstedt. Many people were involved in the planning of the operation and no one was really the main developer of the strategy used to attack the Soviet Union. However, the German force was tiny compared to the colossal Soviet army. The Soviets had a huge army that was more than two times the German troops assigned to face it and the only thing they had less of was manpower. However, Many of the tanks and aircraft the Soviets had were bad or did not work at all. The Germans were better trained than the Soviets too. The attack started on June 22nd, 1941. German troops advanced extremely quickly. In the north, the Germans had good success and quickly advanced through the Baltic states. But when they came to Leningrad, their main objective, they were unable to capture the city. Therefore, the Germans laid siege to the city, which lasted for three years, making it the longest siege in the war and in history. Because Army Group North got stuck besieging the city, it could not play a decisive role in the Soviet Union. In the south, the Germans attacked but stalled because of terrain and because one of the fronts, or army groups opposing Army Group South, was the strongest Soviet formation. However, Army Group South stopped many Soviet counterattacks and inflicted heavy losses on the Soviets. They were able to capture parts of Moldavia, a Soviet state though. The Germans then slowly advanced and were able to encircle lots of troops at Kiev, Soviet troops at Kiev, the Ukrainian capital, along with the 2nd Panzer Group, which had been sent to assist from Army Group Center. The Germans killed wounded or captured about 672,000 Soviet soldiers. The Soviet Southern Army Group, which the Soviets called the Front, counterattacked near the Sea of Azov, but lost about 106,000 men and suffered a loss of 212 tanks. The Germans then captured Kharkov, the industrial and agricultural center of Ukraine. After this, 
the Germans captured the rest of Ukraine. In the center, Army Group Center attacked Eastern Poland, which had been occupied by the Soviets in the invasion of Poland and was separated by the German part with the Bug River. It also had to capture Belarusia, or Belarus, and Russia. It only took the Germans a few days to capture Eastern Poland, and they then advanced into Belarusia. They soon advanced to Brest-Litovsk, a major city and Soviet fortress. The defenders held out for a week, an unusually long time for the invasion, until they finally ran out of ammunition or were killed. The Russians then started disassembling almost all the factories in Belarusia, Western Russia, Ukraine and the Baltic states and sending them into the Asian part of Russia. The Germans then attacked Minsk, the capital of Belarusia, and captured it pretty easily, killing, wounding or capturing almost 330,000 Soviet troops. They, um, they then received an order from Hitler to send the 2nd Panzer Group, commanded by Heinz Guderian, to assist Army Group South in capturing Kiev, the capital of Ukraine. Kiev was captured, but the redirection of the 2nd Panzer Group slowed down the German advance. Army Group Center then attacked Smolensk, another important Soviet city, and captured or killed more than 300,000 Soviet soldiers. They also destroyed about 3,205 Soviet tanks. Finally, the Germans attacked Russia itself. By now it was becoming fall, and roads were becoming very muddy, what the Russians called Rasputitsa. This slowed the advance of tanks considerably, and it took longer to move through the country. This did not stop the Germans, though, and they encircled almost one Soviet army group, what the Soviets called a front, in the cities of Vyazma and Bryansk. They then ran into the Mosaisk defense line. Though this did not stop the Germans, it delayed their advance for half a month. The Germans then attacked Moscow from the north and south. In the south, the Germans attacked the city of Tula, which was necessary to attack Moscow. However, the Soviets pushed them back and in the south, the Germans never got close to Moscow. In the north, the Germans advanced until they were halted by their long supply lines and increasing Soviet resistance. Another crucial factor in the defeat of the Germans was the cold. The Russian winter had started and many soldiers froze or got a disease. Tanks, aircraft and guns were also very hard to use and sometimes the Germans had to light a fire under a tank so that it could move. Russian men and equipment were m more prepared for this though. However, the Germans got so close to Moscow in the north that they could see the Kremlin, the place where Stalin lived. However, the Soviets were planning a counterattack after the German failure to capture Moscow and they put this into action. The Soviets slowly recaptured ground from the Germans and were able to reduce the threat to Moscow significantly. This encouraged Stalin to launch an offensive against all three army groups, and though the Soviet generals protested, Stalin still ordered the attack. The attack was a complete failure. A huge amount of Soviet troops were encircled in a counterattack at Kharkov, and many losses were suffered in other places too. However, both sides were tired, and the area now became quiet. 
Operation Barbarossa and the Battle of Moscow were important because they got the Soviet Union into war against Germany, which meant that Germany could not win the war. It is also important because it got most of the German military stuck so that they could not invade Britain. Thank you for listening to Memorable Battles of World War II and the men who led them. Next time, we will talk about the Battle of Pearl Harbor.